Sometimes the people we spend our time with, by choice or circumstance, say a lot about who we are. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on The Weekly Reader, our book critic Marion Winnick reviews two new novels featuring central figures surrounded by rather influential casts of characters. Hi, Marion. Hi, Lisa. I'm going to be in conversation with Lisa Gornick this Friday, November 17th, on the Ivy Patio about her latest novel, Anna Turns. In it, we spend 24 hours in the life of a dazzling woman and all her closest friends and family on the day she turns 60. But instead of just staying in her head as she tells the story, it rotates around the cast of characters, giving each of them, her pot-addicted but adoring doctor husband, her difficult brother, her nasty mother, the man she's been committing adultery with for seven years, and his wife, her newly transitioned daughter, and her longtime best friend, each gets a chance at the point of view. This significantly deepens our understanding of Anna and her choices, particularly her long affair. Whenever I read Gornick, I'm reminded that she's a trained psychoanalyst. You see it, among other things, in the care with which she colors the parental relationships, even for minor characters. Anna's late father was a star architect and a narcissist. Her mother, whom he cheated on, then left, is a bitter and mostly nasty woman. In fact, Anna's birthday begins with an email from her mother, informing her of some calculations she's made. She has now determined that if she had invested the money she spent on raising Anna at the time she was born, rather than dribbling it away on her care year after year, it would now be a quarter of a million dollars. What the... As mean as this mommy is, Anna is still trying to please her, well into the birthday dinner at which the woman makes a toast to Anna's brother, who also isn't very nice to her. See, that's what I'm telling you about these psychoanalysts. They know families. The rotating POV is also a central feature of The Children's Bach, a novel by the Australian author Helen Garner. As important as she is to the literary scene down under, Helen Garner is not well known in the States, and that looks like it might be about to change. Set in the late 1970s in suburban Melbourne, The Children's Bach circles around a group of nine people, Derek and Athena Fox, their children, Arthur and Billy, the latter disabled, Derek's long-ago ex, Elizabeth, and her teenage sister, Vicky, Elizabeth's sort of boyfriend, a rock and roller named Philip, and Philip's daughter, Poppy. In fairly brief scenes, this perspective of the novel flits around the group from one shoulder to the next, often not making it immediately clear which characters are involved. This elusiveness inspires careful reading and closely focuses the reader's attention on the key issue of how each character understands and misunderstands the others. Garner gives a master class in her own technique with some advice that musician Philip gives an aspiring songwriter. Quote, take out the cliches, just leave in the images. Know what I mean? You have to steer a line between what you understand and what you don't, between cliche and the other thing. Make gaps. Don't chew on it. Don't explain everything. Leave holes. The music will do the rest. There are continual references to music in this book, but it's the music of the prose and hyper-lucid imagery that do the rest here. The children's Bach is brilliantly constructed and puzzling in a good way, in the way our own lives can be puzzling to us. The books are Anna Turns by Lisa Gornick and The Children's Bach by Helen Garner. You can find information about these titles in our podcast at WIPR.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Lisa Gornick will be in conversation with Marianne Winnick at the Ivy Bookshop on Friday, November 17th. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marianne Winnick.